You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hola! Como esta? Gracias. Tu... No, gracias por tus mensajes. Mensajes? Tus notas, I guess I could have said. <laughs> Thank you for your notes. Thank you for your messages on International Women's Day. It's very kind of you to think of me. Uh, there were a bunch of tweets and, and posts on Facebook that I woke up to. And so it was nice to, to see those and to be acknowledged. Uh, it does mean a lot to me. And there are women that I admire both in and out of this business. It doesn't have to be inside the broadcasting business Uh, when people ask me about my role models, I mentioned my mom, who's still teaching in her mid-70s. I think of my two grandmothers. One lived to be 91, the other to be 100-plus. And they were also women who fought through so much adversity and blazed trails in their own right as not just working women, but also mothers and grandmothers. Uh, and so I appreciate the colleagues I have in this business. I appreciate that there are women now dotting the landscape all over TV and radio, whether it be sports or whether it be news or any other type of broadcasting. Uh, I actually, this is kind of fun. Not only do I mentor a handful of young women, both in and out of broadcasting, uh, but I also have a phone call set up on Thursday with a student that I met when I was at Syracuse. And she came up to me. She's a freshman at Syracuse in the broadcasting program. And she came up to me after the Q&A a couple of weeks ago and just introduced herself and wanted to say she and I have a lot in common. Uh, and she was, she was really looking forward to taking my class in the future. So couldn't take it this spring, but is looking forward to taking it down the road. And so I offered to talk to her and to set up a phone call and answer some of her questions. And that's coming up tomorrow. So really looking forward to that. It's kind of fun to talk to young people men or women, young men, young women, uh, about what they plan to do, their dreams, their goals, because I remember being in that position. And I meant what I said to JR just a few moments ago as we were wrapping up the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. I want to be sure that female broadcasters of this up-and-coming generation don't have to say, I didn't have any role models. I didn't have anyone that I could reach out to. I didn't have anyone who looked like me or sounded like me because that was my story. And the industry is in a different place. And I want to make sure that when I leave it, no time soon. I like literally cannot even imagine being out of broadcasting or not working. Uh, so not anytime soon. But whenever I do leave it, I want to be sure that it's a different climate for women who are coming in because it's not been easy. It's been a lot of adversity. I actually said to a friend over the weekend that if I had known what this journey 
would look like and how it would feel and how much emotion and how many brick walls and how hard I would have to fight and also the personal sacrifices, I probably would have given up. I think in God's wisdom, he doesn't let us know what's coming down the road because many times we would be overwhelmed and we wouldn't keep up with it. And so uh, looking at it now, I'm thrilled, but I wouldn't go back to being a student or being a a 20-year-old young broadcaster, green broadcaster for all the money in the world. Perfectly happy being old, grizzled veteran. <laughs> so thanks again. You can find me on Twitter, A-Law Radio. It's good to connect with you. I'm glad you like my photos. I do feel like a photography career might be my next step, uh, along with opening a bakery, of course, for all of my baked goods. So I'm not sure what I'm going to do. I'm a master planner. I can also bake. I love to show off my baking and... I'm turning into quite the photog, so I suppose I could open my own personal business and do all three of those things. <laughs> it would be weird. I would have no idea what to name that particular business or how to describe it in a line or two on social media. So yes, find me on Twitter, A Law Radio. The, the the photos that I promised you, the ones that I kept dropping my fishing pole to take, those are on Twitter. And they're also on our Facebook page. And you can see the progression. It's the same sunset over the same pond and the same tree line. But the sky is changing colors as I was taking photos. So, yeah. Don't know what the date thought about me dropping my fishing pole to the ground. But the pictures were absolutely worth it. All Many of you, by the way, uh, loving my fishing license story. When in Texas, girls got to do what a girl's got to do for a date, you know? No. 855-212-4CBS. That's our toll-free line. 855-212-4227. Now, coming up, it's not a retirement. Don't call it that. And, And I have an experience with this in the delicacy of how this was phrased and how not just Jim Beheim, but the university have spoken about his exit from Syracuse. Because my former boss was also in a situation like this where it was not necessarily his choice to leave. Sure, he was toward the end of his career and he certainly understood that his company might be looking in a different direction, but ultimately would not use the R word and balked at that, would not do interviews about his retirement or his great career because it was not his choice at the time. So it might've been his choice later on down the road, but he was not left to choose and leave of his own volition. Very carefully worded, the statement by Syracuse, very carefully worded from Jim Beheim, Though, of course, as I mentioned to JR, He has been a fixture, maybe the fixture, the most popular, well-known recruiter as well as boost to the admissions at Syracuse University because of his 50 years on the coaching staff, 47 years as the head coach, but you may remember... I mean, I wasn't around then, but you may remember that he was also an assistant for several years and he played there. So he was a he was a basketball player for the Orange at the time. They were called the Orange Men. Uh, so is 50 plus years as part of this basketball program. And we knew this was coming the last couple of years. 
he had the privilege and the honor of coaching his sons, which made a big difference. There was no way he was going to leave while his sons were still on the roster. Now that they're gone and now that they've missed out on the tournament and that they will not be playing uh, March Madness this season, his longtime assistant has been promoted to that job of head coach and happened very quickly after the loss to Wake Forest in the ACC tournament. So we will hear from Jim Beheim, though, again, the R word not part of the Syracuse statement. In the pro hoops ranks, we've got a couple of injuries that you will hear about and a loss for what is the top seed in the West. I wasn't expecting that one, I'll be honest. I didn't think that the Nuggets would lose at home against the Bulls. Not that the Bulls aren't a quality opponent, um, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. So they are a team that right now is fairly insulated atop the Western Conference. It's unlikely that the Nuggets or the Kings would catch them atop the West for that number one seed. So as long as the Nuggets don't start backsliding, their position is safe. They've got a seven-game lead over both the Kings and the Grizzlies who are currently tied in the standings. But this one was a surprise because the Nuggets protect their home court vociferously. 30-5 and is what they are at home. And they're playing good basketball right now, so a little bit odd for them to drop this game at home to Chicago, and yet not necessarily a bad thing, just so they understand they're not invincible even in the mile high city and so that's coming up as well also the introductions of sorts it's kind of weird to say Uh, I guess we could say newly minted franchise quarterback for the uh, the New York Giants because before this it wasn't a foregone conclusion that he would in fact be the starting quarterback moving forward Uh, and so Daniel Jones and the general manager for the Giants also speaking on, was it Wednesday? It was Wednesday. It was your hump day. I hope that you survived it. Survive in advance. That is the name of the game. Uh, and then Derek Carr's brother. He tends to get a little more open and candid about his brother's situation when he is on podcasts or when he is away from NFL Network. Seems to be a little freer with his comments and not so buttoned up and tied up. Now, he has been on the NFL Network and and talking about how the Raiders... How the Raiders didn't necessarily treat Derek Carr with the respect that he deserved. And I would expect that from any brother. But also, it's true. I don't love how the Raiders unceremoniously ushered Derek Carr out after a decade with that franchise. But that was Josh McDaniel's decision. So, as it turns out, they were trying to keep part of the reason that they sent him away, they banished him, is because they didn't want him to get injured. But as it turned out, he never did waive his no trade clause. So they had to cut him, and he was able to pick his own team, which is the New Orleans Saints. We're going to talk Saints football for the first time in a long time. Really, for the first time in a long time, we're going to talk about Saints football with an insider who will join us from New Orleans. His name is Ross Jackson. First appearance on the show. Looking forward to it. So top of next hour, he's got the Locked on Saints podcast. Also writes for the Saints Wire, which is USA Today. And we realized, producer Jay and I, we were looking back and it's been maybe a year plus 
even longer. I'm not sure if we did a specific Saints interview when they were losing Sean Payton to broadcasting and yet retaining his rights. I don't know if we did an interview specifically about that, but I feel like it's been a couple years, maybe since 21, that we had that we had a Saints-specific guest. So this will be fun. Looking forward to it. I want to know the reaction to Derek Carr in New Orleans, uh, both among the fans as well as the organization. So the Saints had their man at QB. What else is going on? We know Alvin Kamara is in, I wouldn't say trouble, uh, but he does have a legal situation that he is facing right now, and it could impact his playing status for the Saints moving forward. What about Michael Thomas? What about some of the other holes that the Saints have to fill? And what a weird year for the NFC South, right? And it dawned on me as I was getting ready to talk to to Ross and kind of prepping for the interview that will come. If you think about the NFC South, every single team in that division is changing quarterbacks this season. So we know that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the division at 8 and 9 last season. Tom Brady is now officially retired. He's filed his retirement papers, not that he couldn't change that, but he's got two new baby kittens, and uh, he doesn't have time to play football. Uh, He's got a commitment to Fox Sports. He's got his podcast that's been renewed with SiriusXM. I believe him this time. Right now, I do believe that he believes he's retired, and this is his intention. I guess it could change, but for now, he's not going back to the Buccaneers, right? So it's eight and nine, the record that won the division last year. We know all the struggles of the Buccaneers on both offense and defense. Then you had three teams in the South that were 7-10. and 10. Just wacky. Well, the Buccaneers will have a new quarterback. We don't know whom. I've heard rumblings, but right now I, I wouldn't put any stock in rumblings just because you've got agents putting various... Chum in the water. You've got coaches sometimes who are putting chum in the water just to get the sharks of the media uh, and the insiders all stirred up. Oh, what a great metaphor that is. What a great mental picture, uh, mental image I just gave you about what it's like this time of the year. So the, the, the Buccaneers will be changing quarterbacks. I'd heard some about, well, I, I mean, I, you hear all kinds of things. So maybe I won't even throw any names out there. We've heard all different types of things about what could happen. Uh, Carson Wentz was a name, though, that was mentioned because he will be cheaper and he's a stopgap and and yada, yada, yada. So Buccaneers will be changing quarterbacks. The Saints, obviously, changing quarterbacks to Derek Carr. The Panthers changing quarterbacks, though we have no idea whom. I guess it could be Matt Corral, or who essentially is going to be a rookie because he missed all last season with injuries, or they may go somewhere else again, the free agent market. And then... And they visited with Derek Carr as well. And then the Falcons will be shifting from Marcus Mariota to Desmond Ritter more than likely. And I know we saw him at the end of last season, but not enough to really get to know him. So all four teams in the South are changing quarterbacks this season, uh, which could mean it's a veritable crapshoot. So that'll be fun. And we'll talk about the Saints specifically in 45 minutes here on the show. Coming up, though, Kevin Durant does not make his debut in Phoenix as a member of the Suns. That was put on hold. And a hobbling Luka Doncic as the 
Mavericks take on the Pelicans. Kyrie steps up, but big picture, is it possible the the Mavericks have gotten worse since they made this trade for Kyrie Irving? Huh. On Twitter, A Law Radio. Again, thank you for thinking of me on Wednesday, International Women's Day. My sincere gratitude to those women out there who put their heads down and take care of their business. You are tough. You are strong. We love that we have so many women that listen to the show. Thank you for reaching out all the time. Thank you for your support. And thank you for your excitement over my date. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. How many of you women reached out to me to say that you were happy that I had a nice date? (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Me too. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Hooker wants a three. Give it to him straight away. Right after he got around the eight and screen, Book lines it up and drills it. He's got five threes on the night. Right hand dribble against Wiggins. Crosses over, drives to the baseline, throws it off the window and gets the roll. D-Book with another bucket, his 13th make of the night. Hooker on the drive against Terrence Mann. Spins him baseline, fades from 15. It's money for Book. Give him 41 on the night. None prettier than that little dribbling expedition against Trey Mann. And it's a 33-point Suns lead from the right wing. Quick outlet pass. Booker up the left side. Steps into a three in transition and gets it to go. D-Book's got 44 on the night. And the Suns lead it by 36. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. After the Oklahoma City Thunder took care of the Golden State Warriors, and that was a victory in OKC, they hit the road. They're in Phoenix for what was supposed to be Kevin Durant's home debut as a member of the Suns. It did not happen because of an incident in warmups. And even more so, the Thunder essentially lay down. Maybe they're tired. It's a back-to-back. Plus, they had to travel. But they were no match for Devin Booker and the Suns. Devin with 30 in the first half. He was on fire. Finishes with 44 and Four assists. He goes six of ten from beyond the arc, and then CP3 has 18 points and nine assists. The atmosphere was electric to start until Kevin Durant severely rolled his ankle in warmups. He slipped in a spot on the floor and was unable to go. And so Devin knows that it, there was a lot of disappointment for their team as well. They probably want to see KD. Um, we, I did too, trust me. <laughs> I did too, but like I said, it was an unfortunate event. Um, he's fine, it's just a roll, so, you know, we'll get him right, and, you know, he did have a debut the other day. He's out there working his tail off, getting ready for the game, and he twists his ankle, so, I mean, you can't get frustrated about that. It's just, it's life. I feel bad for him because he feels bad. He feels like, you know, I saw his face, and I've, I've been around him so many times. I, I know what he's feeling, and um, I don't want him feeling that way at all so how long how bad is the injury coach monty williams that is the question no we don't right now we'll get uh more testing done right um tomorrow Um, but right now it's just a ankle sprain and we don't have anything official to report all right so they're not going to rush him back because it's more important that they have him for the postseason but gosh it may not be frustrating or it may not be 
a frustration that Williams wants to admit, but I can imagine the fans were frustrated, and I'm damn sure that KD is frustrated because he just got back on the court, and now this happens. Come on, bro. So even if it's not long-term, it's still, and I, I sincerely hope they're telling the truth that it's just a rolled ankle, but if it's a sprain or if it's tender, they're going to be careful with it because they, they don't want anything worse to develop they don't want anything untoward to happen (laughs) with KD before they would get into the postseason but you know he's been chomping at the bit and he gets back and he's playing really well right he was able to to scrimmage five on five he was able to work with his teammates already excited about pairing up with Devin Booker but also working with CP3 and and so they had looked like a potential powerhouse uh, as they start to find that rhythm together only to run into a bit of a brick wall here uh, with KD not being able to play moments before he was to make his debut in Phoenix. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. While we're talking about injuries, Luka Doncic, he appeared to pull up lame. Now He tried to keep going in a game against the New Orleans Pelicans. So this is Mavericks on the road in the Crescent City. And he was able to be out there for a little bit. Uh, but this left thigh strain, that's how they're diagnosing it. It's been bothering from him for a little bit. And he finally got to the point where he couldn't play through it and had to leave the game in the second half. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We all can see he's not moving well, so um, shooting, um, defense, it's affecting, you know, everything. So um, he's trying um, to fight through it and uh, help his teammates, but um, he had to leave there. And so, uh, you know, 
hopefully it's not something serious. We have a couple of days here before we play Memphis, so um, hopefully he's back soon. It's not good. Uh, I mean, it's been going for one week, maybe more. Uh, I just can't really push all that like. So Luca did hobble into the media room and talk to reporters following the game, and he, being honest, you can tell he's frustrated. He said he woke up the morning after uh, the game against the Spurs, which was their second game after the All-Star break. So he pinpointed second game following the break. So that goes back to mid-February, uh, third week in February maybe. And they played against the Spurs. And he said he woke up the morning after and his thigh was hurting. Uh, and he's not been in a position like this before, so he's not really sure what happened. I don't think so because normally I got hit in the tight, uh, but this one I didn't get hit, so it's kind of weird for for me. Uh, so I really, I really don't know what it is. I just woke up the next day and it was hurting, you know, but I didn't get hit. I obviously don't think so, but I don't know. It's it's weird. He only took a couple shots in the third quarter before he checked out, and if you look at his stats from the last couple games. Uh, so it's the Suns and then the Utah Jazz, the last two opponents for Dallas. He was 18 of 46 from the floor overall, and his three-point shot was really affected. So when does it bother him the most? This was a question that I thought his answer was fairly revealing. Just getting my breathing, you know, running, uh, I can feel it. Uh, but mostly, uh, probably on the jump shots, you know, because we need both legs. So pushing off, it's been really hard for me. Yeah, so it, the fact that he is not able to push off, and for those of you who know basketball, you know that your long-range shot, you don't get the power or the depth for long-range jumpers from your arms, not from your upper body. It's supposed Your upper body is supposed to remain the same regardless of where you are shooting on the floor, um, not just your chest and how you're positioned, but also your arms. You're not supposed to be doing anything different, whether you're shooting from two feet or 32 feet when it comes to your upper body. The power and the distance comes from your lower half, from your legs. It's about the knee bends. It's about pushing off. It's about the ability to to leap or really to generate that power with the bottom half of your body. And so that's where it bothers him the most and just gave you the long-range stats for him in the last couple of games. Also, he's uh, playing on a – this was supposed to be a back-to-back, or it was a back-to-back, and he was supposed to have to play two games in a row. So maybe the the lack of recovery time from the Mavericks game uh, last night is also a factor in him not being able to get through the entire game. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, just thinking about the Mavericks now and how they have played and their records since – the Kyrie Irving trade. Okay, I don't have any scientific evidence for this because it's a smaller sample size, but I'm not sure they got better making the Kyrie Irving trade. I know he stepped up in this game and he he had 27 points, so he was doing more uh, in terms of the offense. Um, but if you look at at where they are right now, uh, they're, they're standing in the West is... It's precarious, and the the Mavericks, while they did bring back this all-star, this, this incredible offensive player when he feels like it, th- this is a team that 
lost a couple of role players, and that's important. I know they needed more firepower, uh, but you lost two guys in Dorian Finney-Smith and, of course, Spencer Dinwiddie, guys that were were willing to do anything on the court. Um, so kind of more of a not just role players, but guys who you could use in various situations. We know what Kyrie Irving is. Uh, they've now lost seven of their last 10. I don't think he's been with the team for 10 games, but they're not, even though we have seen the potential for both Luka and Kyrie, it's the rest <laughs> of the story for the Mavericks that's not gotten better, uh, whether it has to do with the the a portioning of the shots, whether it has to do with spacing, whether it has to do with them just getting comfortable with each other. Uh, they're the defense for sure, um, but they're not playing great basketball since he joined them. It's not been this lightning rod like it is with the Phoenix Suns and how much fun it's been to see them uh, play with, with Devin and with Katie on the court for just a couple of games that he was. But yeah, the Mavericks have backpedaled to the point where they're now sitting in the eighth spot. Um, and so they've got the exact same record as the Minnesota Timberwolves. Right now, the two are 34 and 33, so just a game over 500. They've got the Lakers a game and a half back. Lakers and Pelicans actually a game and a half back. So the Pelicans end up picking up a full game with this win over the Mavericks. And then I've told you how tight the West is. So they're only a half game behind Golden State and, and L.A., the other L.A., the Clippers. Uh, so it, it could change. They still have time to make up some real estate and maybe push themselves out of that 7-10 tournament. Uh, but they've not found that rhythm and groove yet for an entire game. We've seen it in stretches, what it can be. But Kyrie's not a great defensive player, so that doesn't add to your defense and they weren't a great defensive team anyway, so. Every time I've played with other great players, we've become better. Uh-huh. Okay. And then there's Luca, who now is a little bit hurt. Marco Belletti is here in studio with a sly smile on his no, face. No, no, no. You you asked. I just looked it up. They're 5-7 and seven since they picked up Kyrie. All right. So they so. have played 10 games. Gosh, it feels like it was just yesterday. Although Luca missed a bunch of those games because early yes. he missed some games. So I don't know the exact record. I'd have to look that with up of what of the two of them together. Right. But I, I want to say it started off at like 1-5. and five. So Just it can't be eye that test, they don't look better with him, with the two of them together. And I know it takes time. It's not always going to be this perfect formula, but it is it is a little bit weird. You've got guys on and off the mm. court, so that matters. Kyrie missed a game, too, after right. the trade. So they, sometimes well, it can take a little longer. And I think also, too, their style, their game, they both need the ball. Mm -hmm. And they both need to dribble, and they both yes. need to set themselves up. Well, you do have a shot clock, so it, it does take some time because neither one of them is really sure what the other wants to do because right. they kind of take the air out of the ball. Mm -hmm. So it's it's a <laughs> weird marriage right from the start because you got two guys that are really, I mean, I don't want to say ball hogs, but they're ball dominant. They need the yes. ball to be Touching able to the get their yeah to get their own shot. There's only so much ball to go around. Correct. But then you have other players on the court too who are probably standing around, not probably, but they're they're kind of standing around watching, thinking, okay, how do I fit into this equation as well. So that's what I meant about Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith. They weren't looking to be the top option. They're not superstars. They'll just right. do whatever is asked of them. And that's part of it. Again, when you've mm -hmm. got two guys, look, Doncic already was ball dominant to the point where it needed to be able to figure out of how the Mavericks work around him because as good as he is, you do have to have some sort of flow. Mm -hmm. You added in another player that can take the burden off with the scoring but he's ball dominant as well. It's not like you added a Clay Thompson where he doesn't have to dribble right. and everything's around a screen and he could pop a shot and that, that's perfect. 
that's not what Kyrie is. So no. they need to figure out what they are. And there you go. Point differentials was 27 points before, and it's negative seven now with Kyrie, and they're mm-hmm. three and six. Yeah, it's just it's maybe a st- couple steps back to move forward, but it's not falling into place as easily. And again, there are moving parts, and they lost two really important guys. Not it's, a lot of time either because no. it's not like this marriage is, oh, well, in three years from now, we have no idea what it's going to be for next right, year. We don't. So they got to fix this and fix it fast. There's a little extra pressure there as well. And then Mavs have struggled with being inconsistent all year, so mm-hmm. it's not like this is something new. But um, for those who thought it was going to be a quick fix by adding Kyrie, that's not the case. Oh, just seeing the Kevin Durant injury. Oh, his, his ankle rolls. Like he just stepped on it wrong, and his left foot rolls completely to the side. Uh, that had to hurt, to be sure. It's after hours. Hours here on CBS Sports Radio really quickly, and then I'll get to your update. I told you the story of the fishing license and a little bit about the date and how I was pretty sure that my date was going to say that, well, that was a tough experience because I was a spaz. But anyway, this is really funny. I'm getting ready to go to bed this morning, and we I just texted him good morning, and we had texted a little bit, but I was we'd already said, like, you know, have a great day, good night, whatever. It's I know it sounds weird, but that's my life. Uh, and he writes me this text. I had no idea you brought a dress just for the date. Now I feel bad. Next time? And I was like, okay, so clearly he's listening to the podcast. Well, I mean, <laughs> you set it up. You said you would talk about it. Yeah, I think he was going to listen. <laughs> but I didn't know he was going to listen like first thing in the morning. Well, Apparently he was, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm sure I would be a little curious myself. <laughs> would you? Yeah, I don't think I've ever had a date blasted on national radio. Oh, I, I think didn't I'd be... blast the date. I didn't, I didn't mean it as in you blasted Thank the you. date. Thank you. Recorrect that. You Recorrect. discussed it. You put. But mostly me, not him. That's not the point. Okay. I don't know what's going to be said, but I know it's going to be said on national radio. Yeah, I'd probably want to see you how I did. You don't trust me? I didn't say you. You just, okay. I said, a lesser if I broadcaster. Were, no, 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 no. If I were in his shoes and gotcha. knowing that I, a date that I was on, again, I've never had a date where it was discussed on national radio, unless I did it. Um, <laughs> But that's the idea. I wouldn't know. So if I were him, yeah, I'd want to know what's going on and I'd want to want to know pretty fast. So that was the thing is I knew right away that he was listening. Now, I did not hear anything else about the fish police or about how he might have thought it was a well, bad date. Uh, in fact, I haven't heard from him since then. I'm not sure what that means. So. <laughs> well, I, now, in fairness, I was the one that talked about the fish yes, police. I don't think he has any concerns me. of what the hell I'm thinking no, or no, what no. I'm talking about. Just, so, just I thought that was the funniest part of our conversation was the fish police. <laughs> um, and I, but he probably thought I went to bed, so totally fine. Uh, but yes, it was funny. The reference to the dress, I'm like, oh my gosh, he's already listening. He didn't even get to work. He's already listening. So yes, I can imagine in his shoes, wondering, kind of getting used to the yeah, fact I, well, that a, no, I mean, it's almost like you're graded. I want to know how I'm doing. Graded. That's a part of manhood. There you go. Oh, okay. Yeah, know, okay, man. got you. Well, yeah. anyway, he had nothing to worry about because I was I was very complimentary, was I not? You were very good. Yes. But again, I mean, show my age a little bit. It's almost like the three-way line. I want to know what the hell's going on. If I could hear the, what? The, the three-way line way back in the day, the party lines. No? Okay. Uh, I'm not going to get into the phone lines. You could actually, you had party lines. There was other people on the phone. Oh, okay. Yeah, yes. Like when line, you, yes. Right. I didn't know that was what right. it was called. But that's the idea of... If you can hear mm-hmm. what a date is thinking about you yes. without you being in the room, well, so here's yes, the thing I need too, to though. know. It's theater of the mind. I mean, it's not as though I am 
giving every detail. You have to leave some details out. And I did it. It's not as though I shared a lot about him. It was more about me. You're looking at the actual intricate details that you gave out. Yes. I'm looking at it from the idea of why I want to listen. Oh, okay. Because I don't know right. what, what those say. details are or okay. what's intricate and what is not. Well, here's the thing. Uh, if he's going to be afraid or scared off by the fact that I have a national radio show, then I guess he better find that out now. <laughs> well, I don't think he'd be afraid. I, again, it's just curiosity. Yes. I would want to know as well. I think everybody would want to know in that huh. situation. Well, You're telling me if if it's flipped the other way around, you don't want to hear? Well, you don't want to know? But See, I can't take myself out of the equation because I've been doing this for 25 years. So, no, I don't care what people say about me on the radio. I couldn't care no, less. No, 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 no. That's not people. Okay. It's a date that you want to hear about. It's not All right. anybody else out there. Do you think I have a responsibility to warn him that pretty much everything comical in my life becomes a bit on the show or nah? Should I just let him figure that out on his own? Um. Well, that's your call. Jay's shaking his head like, oh, no. That's your call. Because I mean, poor honestly, guy has no idea what he's getting into. If you, if you don't chance. know, yeah, if, if you don't know people in radio, we all do that. So, yeah, yes. I would think that he... Wouldn't know that because unless you're in the business, you probably wouldn't. Right. Uh, that's a question for you of how much you want to, I don't know. Hey. Give him a heads up. I, well, I don't think I need to because I'm very careful about protecting the identities and the personal information of the people in my life. I talk about my best friend. I talk about my grandmother. No one ever f knew anything else about my grandmother except for what I wanted them to know. Uh, I talk about my family but and I tell fun stories about my family, but it's not like I expose them or anything like that. It's mostly fun stuff. It's mostly fun stuff. Again, you have the right to do whatever you want. It's a question of right. do you think he's going to take it the wrong way? I so don't maybe know. you want to. Should I ask him? That would be your call. Huh. I don't know. Well, we'll see. If he asked me for a second date, all I got was the next time about the dress. So next time I'll be wearing a dress. Right? Um, that seems promising. I was going to say, wouldn't that be automatic? I mean, next time? Yeah. What what, what else could next time possibly mean? Well, the, why, why would that thank mean? Thank you, Marco. <laughs> Well, you said if there's a second date. I'm pretty well, sure that there okay. is now. If but there's we're a next not, time. My point is there's we're not in the same place, so I don't know when that would happen is, is kind of the idea. When is a different story. Okay. So anyway, I, I suppose if that doesn't happen, then the radio show can be the culprit. I can only be who I am. The radio show predates the date, so he's just going to have to get used to it. Yeah, but he also texted that after he heard. Right. So right. what's the problem? I, Matt, I, I, he I think we're okay. He didn't run that far if he ran at all. <laughs> Give him a little credit. Oh, Marco, I, I love you. Immediately regret this decision. He didn't run that far. He if may he have just been hiding all. behind the nearest tree, but you he don't didn't know. run. <laughs> he obviously heard the dress part, and he yes. still wrote next time. I'm pretty sure he wasn't four minutes into Thank the you. podcast. You. I would like to think that he heard the you know entire what? thing. At I that feel point. much better now. Thank you. No See? insecurity here, because I cannot change who I am as a radio host. That's not happening. So you take the well, good, you take the bad. This no, is you have you have a responsibility there. I do. I do have a responsibility yeah. to the peeps. Yes, I do. Yeah. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. The Dolphins. With six along the front. Jackson will keep it. He's got room. He's at the 30. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Okay. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's a leg race, 40, Lamar Jackson midfield and going 40, one man to beat 30, he's to the 20, 10, 5, touchdown with a tumble. And Lamar Jackson has pushed the Dolphins back into a deep hole. You know, respectfully, I'm, I'm really done talking about it. You know, I told you guys before, you know, I was going to be done with it. You know, week one, week one's over with. We're done talking about it, you know. Are you able to explain why the, the guaranteed money was so important to you? <laughs> I might give you some popcorn for that question when it was over with. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. The last time that Lamar Jackson stood in front of a microphone and addressed his contract situation, and I don't want to say that they're no further down the road, but there has still been no deal. And now the Ravens have taken this position that they are willing to let other teams do some negotiating now and they'll see whether or not the market supports a fully guaranteed contract which is what Lamar Jackson is seeking similar to what Deshaun Watson got it's after hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio you may have heard the c-word a bunch on the well Wednesday to be sure um, but following the non-exclusive franchise tag being placed on Lamar, which does allow him and his family, it's his mom mostly, to negotiate with other teams. Following that move by the Ravens, there is talk of collusion, which once again makes me roll my eyes. I'm only going to say this one time, so I hope that you'll get it when I say it. The NFL is full of owners, team owners, who are desperate to win. For those teams that do not have quarterbacks for those teams that right now are looking for the solution at the quarterback position. Do you really think that they care more about helping the Baltimore Ravens avoid a fully guaranteed contract for their quarterback than they do about their own QB situation? Come on. It doesn't even make any sense. The NFL is big business. 
And you must have a solid, if not elite. You need an above-average quarterback or at least an above-average quarterback season. Meaning you can have a quarterback play out of his mind for one year. Maybe it's even out of character and it never happens again. But if you can capture lightning in a bottle with your quarterback and the rest of your team plays extremely well, you can be a contender for a Super Bowl. Okay, so one season looks very different from the next. Every team in the NFL recognizes that half the playoff field turns over every year, that it's more and more competitive, meaning... They're not going to take steps to collude with one another to help the Baltimore Ravens. Why the hell would they do that? Someone tell me. Someone make it make sense to me. Why, I don't know, the other teams in the AFC North would collude with the Ravens so that Lamar Jackson doesn't get a fully guaranteed contract. That's dumb. The idea that these franchises who, again, are desperate to win. You think the Pittsburgh Steelers are somehow colluding? Also, there's this idea that not every team in the league needs a quarterback. So they're simply not offering Lamar a fully guaranteed deal because they don't have to. That's not colluding. That's supply and demand. That's what is on display here. If there is a team out there as desperate as the Cleveland Browns were when they offered Deshaun, I almost said Jackson, I don't, well, different player, right? Deshaun Watson, his fully guaranteed deal. If there's a team as desperate as the Browns to bring in what they believe is a franchise quarterback who can save their team and put them on the road to success, they'll do it. If they think it's the only way that they can get a quarterback of Lamar's caliber, they will do it. It's supply and demand. The Ravens are willing to bet there is not another team out there who is going to offer the Ravens a fully, or offer Lamar a fully guaranteed deal and force the Ravens' hand. Trust me, no other team out there is willing to lay down and help Baltimore. It's After Hours, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.